Hey everybody, this is Jamie Nunley, lead pastor of Victory Fellowship Church. Thanks for listening to the VFC Sermon Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our free VFC Thomasville app, where you can access all of our messages, sermon notes, announcements, and small group lessons. This app is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on here at VFC. So please enjoy the following sermon. We hope it encourages you in your walk with Jesus and helps you to belong, believe, and become. Enjoy. That has sent um, Jamie and Dylan. They're a part of us and part of our family. And I just believe that we're going to experience the kind of breakthrough that they're experiencing there. And so I'm, I'm um, so excited about what's going on. Um, also, I want to say a word about the Empower Conference this weekend. So um, on Saturday night, Justin Allen will be with us here in the Worship Center at 7 o'clock. And he is an associate evangelist with Global Awakening. Global Awakening is a ministry of Randy Clark. And um, I was able to go on a mission trip to Brazil last fall with Global Awakening and Randy Clark. And it was an amazing experience. We saw hundreds of people um, healed and uh, delivered and just the power of God move in a mighty way. And I'm so excited that we get Justin Allen, um, a part of Global Awakening, to be here at VFC in Thomasville this Saturday. So you don't want to miss that. Um, the Lord is doing such awesome things here. And I've, I feel like the Lord has um, put something on my heart that, that is really his heart. And I had another idea about what to speak on. In a couple of weeks, I woke up. And the Lord was just speaking to me about the prophetic words that, that have been spoken over VFC and over Thomasville that are, it's, it's his heart for what he wants us to walk into. And so my message this morning is about the power of prophecy, and it's a message of hope and expectation. And my prayer is that you will connect with this and see what the Lord's calling us to. Um, I feel like uh, the leadership at VFC has this picture, you know, has this vision in our minds of what God's calling us to, and it's something that we all need to grasp. Um, So let me make sure I can do this. Well, I might need some help. So I might need you all to click it for me if you would move ahead. Okay, so first, I suppose we need to know what it means to prophesy. And um, to prophesy means to speak by inspiration of God. It's simply saying what God wants said. Um, Prophecy is a message from the Lord. Um, It may be foretelling the future, or it could just be simply saying what God wants said right here and right now. Um, The Bible says that his people, we are his sheep, and we hear his voice. So when we hear the voice of the Lord, um, that is a word from him. We can um, receive prophecy for ourselves. Prophecy is just what God once said. And so if you hear a word from the Lord that you know is from him for you, that is a prophecy for yourself. If you hear a word that you know is for someone else and you share it with that person, you are 
um, prophesying to them. So that's simply what prophecy is. And prophecy can be for an individual or a group. It's an expression of God's love. Um, the idea of prophecy um, is uncomfortable to some people, but it's really just saying what God once said. And there's so many people that I have heard prophesy that didn't know they were doing that. They thought they were just encouraging someone with what um, God has for their future, but they were speaking what God wanted said to them in that moment. Um, we can see in the scripture how God uses prophecy. And one example is in the book of Daniel in chapter 9, um, Daniel was looking back and reading from the prophet Isaiah. And he read in um, that prophecy that the Israelites would be in exile um, outside of Israel for 70 years. And so when Daniel was reading this, he realized that the 70 years were up. And so that led him to pray and seek God about um, having that prophecy fulfilled. Um, There's another time when prophecy led um, someone to action, and that's Hannah. Um, It's just another one of many examples. And in 1 Samuel, Hannah was in the temple and was crying out to God because Hannah wanted a child. And Eli, the priest there, told her, um, what you have prayed, God will grant your request. And so Hannah left with confidence. She received that prophetic word, believing that it was going to happen, and she gave birth to Samuel. Um, So God uses prophecy all through Scripture, but he uses it today too. And I wanted to share with you um, personally about how God used prophecy in my life. And um, one situation that really stood out to me as I was um, praying about this. And a few years ago, uh, around early 2013, um, I was in a meeting and someone spoke a word of prophecy over me. And what they said is that I would facilitate revival in Thomasville. Well, that was just um, super encouraging to me. It was a little um, intimidating also, Um, but it's something I had been praying into. Um, I had been praying for revival to come in Thomasville, and it was a personal thing in my heart and with um, prayer partners and intercessors I had been praying with. But in this meeting, this person that didn't know all that called me out and said that I would lead revival in Thomasville. Well, I grabbed hold of that as a prophetic word that that confirmed something God was already doing in my heart and really pressed into what what does revival mean. I read revival histories. Um, I saw that um, revival um, a lot of times came after um, times of prayer and intercession and that healing accompanied revival. Well, um, a couple of months later, I had a prophetic dream And in the dream, um, I was on the phone with Dutch Sheets, a minister out of Colorado, and he said, get Lindsay's story. That was the dream. So um, I don't know what that means, but I'm intrigued. I knew it was from God. And I had an opportunity to see Dutch Sheets a, a couple of months later in Jacksonville, and I was able to ask him, you know, I had this dream. Do you know what this could mean? And he said, there's a book, The Gordon Lindsay Story, that you need to read. So I get this book that had been out of print. I read this um, book, and it's about the healing revivals of the late 1940s, the 1950s, and into the 1960s. And Gordon Lindsay um, was a minister in this healing revival, and the book was all telling details about people who were healed and testimonies of healing. And Gordon Lindsay um, 
edited and managed a magazine newsletter called The Voice of Healing. So he like was considered the voice of healing because he was getting the word out about what God was doing in that time. So I'm reading this. I don't really know what it means, but I had that prophetic word through um, that was spoken to me and through the dream. And so I'm still pressing into this. You know, Lord, I, I don't know what you're doing. I heard about a healing minister that was going to be in Orlando, um, Randy Clark, with Global Awakening. I wasn't familiar with the organization, but some people um, here had told me about it. So I went down to find out. And I saw people healed instantly. I saw people um, around me um, get healed um, from physical things immediately. And it was amazing. I had never seen that before in such a dramatic way. And I had previously thought, well, I'm going to have to go to Africa or or some other uh, continent to be able to see a move of God like this. And I was able to see it um, there in Orlando. And God was just continuing to draw me by that prophetic word. So um, shortly after that, um, in a meeting, someone shared another prophecy. And it was a prophecy for America. And in that prophetic word, they said, um, and this is 2013. It's still all in this, this year of 2013. And in the prophecy, they said 40 years earlier, something happened in America that ended the voice, ended the healing revivals. And the 40 years were up. And, and after the 40 years were up, that God was releasing healing in America again. And so that was just really powerful to me. And then someone explained that they went back to see what happened 40 years ago. What year was that? It was 1973. And 1973 is when the Supreme Court decision on Roe versus Wade came through that legalized abortion in America. And in 1973, they also shared from the platform that that was the year Gordon Lindsay died. The voice of the representative of the voice of healing of that movement died two months after Roe versus Wade. And um, that just like really did something in me. I could see how God had led me step by step to see what he wanted to accomplish on the earth, that he wanted to see revival and awakening and healing in America. And he was like teaching me this ahead of time so that when I heard the word that it wouldn't just like go over my head, that I would know it was something that he was calling me to, he was calling Thomasville to, and he was calling us to. Well, um, in in the meantime, I didn't know this, but um, Jamie had been praying. Um, he was um, became the lead pastor of VFC in March of 2013. So 2013 was a big year for me and for what I see God doing and how he started things um, here. Really um, accelerated things that had already been going on here. And... So Jamie became lead pastor, and he was praying because he wasn't seeing the kind of healing take place here in the church that he expected and that he wanted, and he felt like the Lord was saying what happened. So he's, he's praying to God and saying, what is going on? Why am I not seeing what, what you've been um, telling me about? And he felt like the Lord said, you need to bring a team in from outside, and, and they will come in and be able to um, help you reach that. 
And so Jamie contacted some people, got in contact with Chris Kildosher from Bethel Church in Redding, California. And Chris came and brought a team that fall of 2013. And those of you who were here know that that was just a powerful time. We saw people get healed in the services. Um, We saw um, uh, that we as a body could pray for people and see them healed and see them set free. And that was a time of just ramping up here in our church to see healing take place. And we're continuing to move in that and pursue that. So I share all of that just to say um, the, a prophetic word can be a powerful thing in your life. And it can draw you into a place that you would not know you could go. And um, I, I should say for those of you who don't know, at that time I had no like uh, big role here at VFC. I was an intercessor, which I, is a big role. But <laughs> um, it wasn't apparent that I had a big role. I, I so appreciate the intercessors. Um, and so, but God was like putting that on my heart um, for the church and for what he wanted to do in, in Thomasville. So um, prophecy positioned me to take, um, to participate in that breakthrough. So um, the next thing we're going to look at is why is prophecy important? Well, prophecy is important because it strengthens you, it urges you on, and it comforts you. In 1 Corinthians 4, 3, um, the scripture says, but one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. Um, When it says encourages them, it can mean, it really means encourages them to do something. The word is exhorts. We don't use that very often, but it it means to um, urge you on. Um, toward a goal. And so that's one of the things that I think the prophetic word that's been spoken over VFC in this region is to do for it. It's to urge us on. Um, Then also, it sets vision. Um, The Lord um, wants people to know what he's saying today and what he wants released on the earth. He needs people who will listen to his voice and speak that out and that will speak out the things that are to come, who will declare the things that are to come. In Proverbs 20, 19, 29, 18, it says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint or wander astray. When we have a prophetic vision, we're focused on a goal, we know where we're headed, and we're not led astray. So who can prophesy? Well, The New Testament says that all believers can prophesy. If you look back in the Old Testament, um, prophets spoke as the Holy Spirit came upon them for that time. And and you'll see regularly in the Old Testament, it'll say, the Spirit of the Lord came upon them and they spoke. Well, um, there's also a passage where Moses talks about prophecy. And the um, Spirit of God came on people and they prophesied. And he, in a prophetic way, said, I wish that all would prophesy. Oh, that the Lord would, would allow his spirit to be on all people that they could prophesy. Well, what happened in Acts, Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, after Jesus had died and was resurrected and ascended to heaven, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all people. And all the believers there in Jerusalem that received that were able to prophesy. 
And we see this um, when Peter was speaking on that day in Acts chapter 2, um, verses 17 and 18. G- uh, Peter was, um, I think I have this on the slide, yes, okay. Peter said to them, what you're seeing today on this day of Pentecost is what was foretold by the prophet Joel. And the prophet Joel said, In the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So if you are in the family of God, you are either a son or a daughter. There's no other choice. And you, are, you can all prophesy. This, that passage goes on to, on to say, Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And so the day of Pentecost was the day the spirit was poured out that we could prophesy. Um, Not only can we prophesy, but we're urged to prophesy. In 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And so I, I want to move on to how to receive a word of prophecy. And the first thing you need to do is test it. First Thessalonians five nineteen through 21 says, Do not quench the Holy Spirit. That, that means don't resist. Don't try to put out the Holy Spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything and hold fast to what is good. 1 Corinthians 14, 29 says, weigh what is said. So if you receive a prophetic word, don't act immediately. Pray about it. Think about it. Um, Ask the Lord if this is from him. It should line up with something that you've already received. It should be a confirmation of something the Lord has already um, spoken to you. Um, You should feel in your spirit, you know, yes, this, this is the Lord. It should line up with Scripture. So you need to know the Bible. You need to know the, the um, heart of the Word of God so that you can recognize whether the Word lines up with Scripture. Um, yes. And it should fit that definition of prophecy. It should encourage you, comfort you, or strengthen you. Um, it may be convicting, but it won't be con- condemning. It can convict and draw you to God through that. Um, another thing you can do is seek godly counsel. Go to someone um, that you recognize as mature in their faith that you can share the word with and say, um, this is something that I was told. Is this for me? Okay. Um, so the reason we test this is the scripture says that we know in part and we prophesy in part. And so when a word of prophecy is given to you, it's a part of the picture. It's not the whole picture. And so you want to um, test that and discern it. And prophecy is given through people, and people make mistakes. Um, the, the scripture teaches us that we should pursue prophecy. So in that process, as we're pursuing this gift, you know, we're stepping out in faith to share what we think the Lord is um, saying. We can miss it. I've missed it. Um, if, if I share a word with you, um, I want you to test it. I don't want you to just accept what I say, but I want you to go to the Lord with it and ask him if that's, um, if that's a word from him. Um, the other thing that we do is we steward the word. And this is what I really want to emphasize this morning. When you receive a word 
from the Lord that you know is for you. Um, it's, it's confirming something you've already um, heard. You need to use that word to pursue what God has for you. Um, in 1 Timothy uh, 1, 18 and 19, Paul is speaking to Timothy and he tells him, I, you've received a word, you've received prophecies, and by it you should wage the good warfare and hold on to the faith in a good conscience. So when you receive this word of prophecy, um, like me about healing, you know, I, I pray for people um, a lot, and a lot of them don't get healed, you know. But I have this word set before me that I, that I wage the warfare with. You know, I go back to the Lord and say, Lord, you said that you would allow me to move in healing. And so I lift this up to you, and I'm going to pursue this. So you can use your word um, to pursue what the Lord has for you. A prophetic vision keeps you focused. And if you don't have a prophetic vision, I want to encourage you to ask the Lord for one. Um, A prophetic vision keeps you moving forward. It's an expectation that compels you to persevere. It's a hope that causes you to see the vision come to pass. So um, I'm excited about this next part. This is how I want to end this is that there are some prophetic words that have been spoken over VFC. And first of all, I want to share a few that were prayed over and spoken over VFC that we have seen come to pass. And one of those is that the chairs would come out of the closet. The parking lot would be full. The church would be full. So the chairs are all out of the closet. Um, We had to move to two services um, to, to accommodate all the people that want to be here. Um, The other thing is that we would pray for people. We would see them instantly healed and that we would see people in the body pray for one another and they would see healing. And so we see that. We move in that regularly. There are also some prophetic words that we've received um, and embraced at VFC that we haven't seen the fullness of. We've seen it a little bit. We've gotten a taste of it. And we are so hungry to see God move in this way. So as I was going through the prophetic words that have been spoken over VFC, I was so encouraged by what God is saying about what he wants to do here. And as I looked through um, the prophecies, the things that stood out, um, there were three categories I felt like I could group them in. And one of them is that VFC would be a place of refuge. Um, another is that VFC would be the epicenter of a move of God, and another that VFC would be a launching pad um, to train people and send them out to reach the nations. And so I want to share a little bit about each of these. Now, VFC being a place of refuge, um, Pastor um, Ann Nunley, uh, who a co-founder of the church, was sharing with me that early on the Lord told her, you think this is a church, but it's a hospital. And the Lord um, is sending broken people, hurting people to be restored and built up and healed in this place. And so that that's one of the prophecies that's been with us from the very beginning. Um, also, it's been spoken over us that the Lord trusts us he trusts us with hurting people. Like he sends people here that, that he knows that we will love and comfort and, and bring to him. And that people are drawn to this place. 
um, you know, we pray that people will come in, that they will experience the presence of God, and that they will um, be drawn here and not know why. And I have experienced that and seen that come to pass as I've talked with people um, who are visiting us, and I'll ask them, why are they here? And um, many times people will say, well, I just drove by. And I just felt like this wasn't where I needed to go. And in my mind, I'm like, yay, God, you know, you're doing it. You're speaking to the people just like you said you would. Um, The other thing is that uh, we would be an epicenter of the move of God. The epicenter is like the center of an earthquake, you know, and when an earthquake happens, they speak of the epicenter. And that's where the the biggest uh, shaking occurs. And then there's, there are vibrations of that throughout the region. And repeatedly, we've heard that um, as, as ministry teams have gotten together and just prayed over VFC, that we would see a move of God. We would see the Holy Spirit move in such, such a way that it would shake things here. It would be a spiritual shaking. And that it would also shake things in the city and in the region. And, and that um, just amazing things... Um, uh, some things I feel like are so precious to the heart of God about what he wants for VFC that I don't think I can share them. <laughs> but I want to give you a taste of it. And part of it is that, um, that there's a storehouse. There is, there's a heavenly storehouse of um, body parts, of uh, things that God wants to do and bring healing to people, that, that God wants to do creative miracles in this place. And by creative, I mean that um, there's an organ that's missing that gets built and restored, that God creatively touches somebody. You know, um, other things are just people recognize the presence of God in such a way that they come here, that, that there are um, people hungry to experience the presence of God. And that they're lined up trying to get in the parking lot. Um, Another thing is that Thomasville and VFC is a case study for what the Lord can do when people are sold out and committed to him and will listen to his voice and obey. And then we have the launching pad. Um, there's There's a prophetic vision that was shared that was so powerful to me that there's a a fire. VFC represents the fire of God and that there are people who are drawn to the presence of God who come and worship. And in this vision, there was a fire and people all gathered around. And then there were people taking up um, torches and getting light from the fire and going out into the darkness um, and sharing that flame. And so I feel like that's what VFC is doing. And we see that even in... um, how people are are coming and visiting us. We've had just some powerful ministers come and sit in the um, congregation and just get filled up and healed and then go out from us. Um, Also, Isaiah 55.5 is a word um, that, that was spoken over VFC that we have embraced. And it says, You shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you will run to you because of the Holy One. And that's kind of an unusual thing, that you're going to call a nation you do not know, 
and a nation that did not know you will run to you. Well, I just see that being fulfilled in our um, relationship with uh, the church in South Africa and with having a satellite church, VFC Pakistan. I mean, how crazy is that? And I believe that came out of prayer, that we were praying to reach the nations, but we weren't calling out specific nations. We didn't know who we were calling, but it's those in the nation that came to us. If you hear the story about how we got connected in Pakistan and South Africa, it was people who were drawn to us and reached out to us, and we just said yes. It wasn't something that we pursued. So a nation that did not know us has come to us. And our mission is to disciple people. Um, That's part of what a launching pad is. And you can see on the walls, growing up, growing deep, reaching in and reaching out. And that is the mission we use to disciple people. So um, I hope that you hear the heart of God through this and what God wants to do. And I, I want to share, this is um, the last thing, what I believe the Lord is saying to VFC. And when I say VFC, I mean the people. You know, um, we are the people the Lord inhabits. And I believe this is for VFC and for Thomasville, that um, the Lord has called VFC to be in this city for this time, and that we are uniting with other churches who are carrying this vision um, to see... Um, Thomasville in revival and to see the move of God here. So I believe the Lord um, wants to say to Thomasville and VFC, you are my beloved. I've called you to be a light, a beacon, a lighthouse that points the way to me. People will be drawn to the light. I will draw them to you because you point them to me. This is the epicenter of a spiritual earthquake that shakes the foundations in the spiritual realm in this region. The Spirit will shake everything that cannot be shaken. The Spirit will shake everything that can be shaken in order to reveal the things that cannot be shaken, which is the foundation of the Word of God. That There will be a flood of the Spirit in this place that will flow through the city and the region, and a rising tide of that flood is going to raise um, the boats. You've heard this expression, a rising tide lifts all boats, and that that's what's going to happen in the spirit, that spiritual breakthrough here is going to facilitate spiritual breakthrough in our city, in our region. Um, the Lord has highlighted Isaiah 61 through 3 to VFC and to Thomasville. And it says, Arise and shine, for your light has come. For the glory of the Lord has risen be, um, before you. For behold, darkness has covered the earth, and thick darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Um, as we look at what is what God is calling us to, um, we are looking forward to a mighty revival that is going to sweep across the this region and the world. Um, we are looking forward to and preparing for a time when people are hungry. We are raising up people who are trained and equipped to be able to receive those and be able to go out into the nations. Um, through the prophetic word, the Lord is calling us into this adventure with him. 
and calling us to steward this word. Just like you would steward a personal prophetic word, the Lord is calling us as a body of believers to steward the prophetic word that he's given over this body of believers and over the city of Thomasville. So I want to ask you, will you steward this prophetic word? Will you steward the word that God has resonated in your heart for VFC and for Thomasville? And just like I asked you to test the word, a personal prophetic word, ask you to test the um, prophetic word for VFC and for Thomasville. Ask the Lord to confirm it. Ask the Lord to show you what your part is in this. So I want to invite you to stand. So would you join me in prayer? Lord, we commit ourselves to you, God. We thank you for the words that you've spoken over VFC, over Thomasville. We thank you for um, seeing us, Lord, for trusting us with people that are hurting and broken, for bringing them to, to this place, Lord. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. We look ahead and we receive um, what you have for us. Lord, I pray for each person here and I ask that you give them um, your vision, a prophetic vision for their own lives, a prophetic vision for their families, um, for their children, that they could steward that vision and see it come to pass. And Lord, I thank you and praise you. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the VFC podcast. If you live in the Thomasville area, we would love for you to connect with us in person. For more information about our weekly gatherings, including service times and directions, just visit us at vfcthomasville.org.